Once was a land of woe and strife Where the people were bereft of hope They prayed to their gods of might and light To deliver the heroes of old Instead they got Heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all, depends on what's in it for them. They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash, they lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash, succeed or fail, it has to the tell, dungeons and debacles starts now. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons and Bockles podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Kevin. Going around the table, Blake. I'm Blake, and I'll be playing the Dragonborn fighter, Juliet. And Caleb. Hi, I'm Caleb, and I will be playing the druid, Gwynny. And Gwynlyn Silverstone. That's me. Still the same old maniacal Alexander. <laughs> and John. John is having mic problems, so we will catch up with him here in a minute when he gets it fixed. Alright, so the last time on the Dungeons & Debacles podcast, you came out of the Raven Queen Shrine and were confronted by some Red Talons assassins. You were given a deal to uh, join them or die. You decided to not take that deal and kill all but one of the assassins for questioning. And as that happened, uh, the big boss... Uh, Sish the Black Dragonborn comes out of the woods and uh, casts a command spell on you to get you to listen for a few moments and offers you a uh, another deal to uh, be making money off the Red Talons. He basically told you that he didn't believe in basically what was going on, but he was a mercenary and in it for the money. So Shane decided uh, that he was going to take that deal and give the Ring of Planes to Sish, uh, along with the other humming ring. Um, Duggan was not too happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, he took after Sish and attacked him, and that's when the party split. Uh, Duggan was killed, I believe. Who struck the killing bolt blow on that? Was that Sish or one of the party members? Probably Sish. Okay. I do not recall. And then the uh, the party split down the middle with uh, Juliet and um, Alexander on one side, and uh, Tivit and uh, Amonity on the other. Obviously, Tivit wasn't too happy that uh, Sish just killed his dad, <laughs> and uh, Vito just decided that he was just going to sit down and watch uh, things unfold, and then decided to uh, you know get some morals and run away at the end. <laughs> um, Tivit was killed. Uh, Amonity were killed um, after a fight with Juliet and Alexander and uh, Sish. Uh, he decided to uh, let them bleed out, and um, Sish uh, awarded Alexander and Juliet 500 gold and told them to go back to Kala and wait for instructions. So that's where we are now. We're outside the shrine. You've got uh, three bodies hanging out, and uh, so far it's just Juliet and Alexander. Seems good. So what do you want to do? So, um, I will loot the bodies. See if there's anything, <laughs> if they have anything worth having that they haven't told me about. <laughs> You really think they have anything worth anything? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, can't trust anybody, right? Well, actually, uh, I guess they do. Uh, Amonity, I believe, had uh, had the uh, jewel-encrusted dagger that uh, did uh, command. On oh, yeah, that's right. He had that special dagger. I remember now. Along with the, That we found along with the flute. Yep. And Tivit had an amulet. Yep. And it's all coming to me. I think Tivit's uh, amulet gave you advantage on a saving throw once a day. Yep. Magic dagger. Uh, can I get the stats on the dagger, please? Uh, yeah, the dagger, I believe, um, the only effect that it had is when you crit with it, um, it cast uh, command at DC 13. Does that sound right, Caleb? Yeah, yeah, if you get a crit, which... Oh, yeah, and the amulet's... <laughs> Uh, saving amulet, and that gives you an extra advantage on a saving throw. Yeah, once per day it'll give you advantage on a saving throw. And as far as the mundane stuff's concerned, I think Tivit had studded leather armor and two short swords. Uh, I'm not really stressing yes. about weapons. Okay. I don't feel like the extra weight that we would get from carrying is worth it. I agree. I mean, I mean how much would all the stuff worth be worth? Like forty gold. At wholesale, yeah, maybe at wholesale. Like I'm, I'm not stressing about forty gold. Are you saying gold isn't important? I'm saying that doesn't seem very in character. (laughs) I don't feel like the effort to profit ratio is high enough. That's a good point because it would take up your time, and time is money. Exactly. Like we're at one thousand gold. I'm not, not really. Oh yeah, Vito has a debt with me for 20 gold that I can't get back. God damn it. <laughs> Something tells me you're going to be freaking off about that forever. <laughs> I will. I've already erased it from my notes. Vito does not exist. 
Okay, so you've you've basically had this big event go on, and it's just you and uh, Juliet. Do you want to have any sort of discussion about what just happened and what your next plan should be? Okay, Juliet. So uh, we've done what we've done. Uh, there's no going back on that now. So you just want to go back to town, or is there anything you're trying to do before we head back? Well, the blood stains will dry. Maybe we should... Nah, they don't deserve a good burial. Oh, no, so that's cold-blooded. <laughs> I mean, we, already, we don't have to bury them. We can just burn them. There's I no suppose. evidence. I mean, because we, we've made a, a little quote-unquote name for ourselves as the companions. Maybe making it so that they can't find the bodies would uh, be appropriate. Maybe burn check the Red Assassin's uh, bodies before we burn them. I don't think the Red Assassin's would appreciate too much people knowing that they were around here. If anybody scopes around. That's fair. On the other hand, taking a blow to the Raven Queen would be really nice. Blow to the Raven Queen, you say? Yeah, you don't blow to the Raven Queen? What do you mean? We take the bodies and just pile it up in there. Easy enough! Maybe a necromancer comes by. Oops, sorry, Raven Queen. There are better yeah. deities out there. This is... Yeah, that's fine. Leah is like a parting gift for anybody that comes back. Since we uh, kind of just demolished... Then what are they going to prove, huh? We have the talents by ourselves to give us an alibi. Uh, I don't feel... <laughs> I don't know how I feel about having the the red talons be our alibiers. Ah, whatever. It's too much effort. Let's just leave them. Well, let's just keep on the lookout for other individuals that might be like-minded. Having a group of just you and I, while we're sufficient, sometimes you need people to do the dirty work, you know. Yeah, I feel like this will sort us out. Yes, we are indeed. business partners. Uh, to the town? Question mark. To the town. All right. So, just to clarify, you are taking the bodies of the Red Talons, Tivit, and Amonity, and putting them inside the uh, shrine of the Raven Queen. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, think yeah. That's, was- I don't know if you want to participate, but I'm doing that. Yeah, I think about it. I, I think I try. I'll attempt to lift up one of the bodies, feel that it's too heavy, and just sit it down, and let uh, Juliet do it. Like, this, this is too much. I don't care about their bodies that much. <laughs> All right. So, um, are you looting any of the bodies of the Red Talons? Uh, yeah. I'd like to see what they got. Okay. You see find, if there's any poison or anything? Uh, among them, you are going to find uh, five. Five vials of poison. Those, those are expensive. Poison. Keep those, yeah. I think. And 80 gold pieces. 80 gold pieces, he says. Uh, so 30... So 1,057. And they've also got right. you know, the regular travel or, uh, adventurer's gear, rations. I'm not, I'm not interested in that. Okay. Um, yeah, should be good. I tossed the... The amulet over to Juliet. The uh, nice saving amulet. Okay, and you're keeping the uh, the dagger. Correct. Okay. So where that amulet? Just ahead of time. <laughs> huh? So what's the the plan now? Are you heading back to Kala? Yeah. Yeah, just go back to town. Okay. I mean, Sish told us to wait over there. So, what else do we have to do? Okay. So. Yeah. We'll just say after a couple days, there's no random encounters or anything like that. And uh, can we assume that 
we have liquidated our assets, such as uh, the gold necklace and stuff that we found inside of the thing? Um, well, it depends on where do you want to sell it. Do you want to sell it in uh, Lightdale, or do you want to try to sell the stuff in um, Kala? Uh, Kala's bigger, right? Yes. Yeah, let's just go to Kala. Okay. Guarantee that they, uh, they have gold and people that would want it. That's a shame. We didn't even use these uh, passports. I mean, we did to get here. <laughs> didn't we? You did to get or else my na- to cross yeah. yeah. Or else my name isn't Rob Swanson. <laughs> <laughs> Still have that written down. Damn. Yeah, it's on my notes. Okay, so as you are crossing um, the border back into Kala, you're going to come across a uh, Kala checkpoint. Yeah. And uh, as you uh, come up to the guards, uh, they stop you. And, um, well, what's all this then? Are you Alexander and Juliet? Who's asking? (laughs) (laughs) We are duly deputized gods of Kala. Charlie and (laughs) Roger. (laughs) No, Charlie and Roger are gods on the Westgate. I'm Steve and this is Jerry. And you fit the description of two men we're looking for. Eh, name's Rob. Don't know who you're talking about. Rob Swanson? Correct. <laughs> yes, I know who you are. I have orders to bring you to Captain Treus on site. Please come with me. You got it. So he leads you through town and you get to uh, Captain Treus's office and uh, he brings you right in. And, uh, as you come in, um, the door closes behind you, and you see two guards in the corner um, loosen their weapons and their scabbards. Treus looks up on? at you and says, I've heard ill news. Your companion Vito came here a couple of days ago and had a very interesting tale to tell. He says you killed the priest Duggan, his son and guard of Calativit, and Amonity. He came through here not a day ago and presented a holy symbol of Arathus and claims it came from the corpse of Duggan. He says you were offered a deal from Sish. You gave him the Ring of Plains and turned on the rest of the party and killed them. Is this true? That is false. We were attacked by the Red Talons while escaping the uh, the fucking Night Queen's whatever it is. Yeah, the Temple of the Raven Queen. And then in the whole situation, our most of our people died yep. after Sish butchered us. I'm going to need a persuasion check. How about deception? Uh, yeah, deception. 17s. Ooh. <laughs> I have a plus 7 to deception. It's great. Wow. Oh, so, uh, Treus considers you for a moment and says, then I believe you, but why would Vito come through here saying... The things that he said, that you gave the Ring of Planes to Sish. Where is the Ring of Planes? Did you find it? We weren't able to find it. We got there and we found, uh... Who's the woman? It was like some witch or something. I want to say. Necromancer. Necromancer? Yeah. We found a necromancer in there. Uh, she tried to butcher us in there. And we couldn't, uh... We uh, fought for our right to live. We killed her. And then on the way out, Sish and his uh, companions tried to kill us. And we narrowly escaped. So you you fought Sish? Correct. What happened to him? 
if he ran away during the combat he killed our companions we narrowly escaped after running off deception check deception <laughs> oh so but that's a 10 <laughs> so it is. Treus is kind of getting the feeling that you're not telling him the whole truth he says really Sish ran away from a fight and left you alive that doesn't that sound did. like something Sish would do <laughs> just digging that hole deeper huh yeah I mean I, I'm trying I have plus seven <laughs> that's a nine <laughs> <laughs> it is a nine <laughs> so Treya says I kind of feel like you're not telling me the whole story what happened uh, how do I get out of this man um I hope that wasn't in character. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> I, I have an idea. He killed my dad, so. <laughs> well, he's not your dad. You're not that character anymore, so no, that's no. fine. <laughs> he's dead as Dito tried to take the deal. Um, Sish ran away. It's that. Yeah, Sish got what he wanted after he uh, got the ring of warding from me. Just said we didn't find it. Didn't find, no, we didn't find the ring of uh, the ring of planes. We had the ring of finding forever ago. So you're telling him that Sish just wa uh, wanted the ring of finding. Correct. He wanted it for some purpose. Why? Why would he go through such trouble for such a trinket? I mean, I'm not part of the red town, so how would I know? I think we're going to need to continue this discussion in a more official capacity and then I don't think we do <laughs> <laughs> and Treyas looks at you and says I don't think you make that decision so at, at that point he motions for the guards to to like escort you out of his office and says we'll, we'll speak about this later and about this time that you hear this you hear a commotion outside uh, of a man yelling and as they open the door you come face to face with Micah and he stares right at you, Alexander, and he just has murder in his eyes. He looks at you and says, You, you murderer, you traitor, you killed my husband and son. You will die by my hand. <laughs> which one's, is that, which one's Micah again? He's the Sorry, ranger. Sorry, it's, it's, he's the ranger? Yeah, he yeah, was, dude. uh, he was married to, uh, Duggan. They're, uh. Uh, Tivit's dads. Where are they? Where is Tivit? Where is Duggan? Where's Tivit? Dead by the Red Talons. So nonchalant. Ah, uh, and then he spits at you. Because you're not going to have to roll deception for that, because I guess that's technically true. <laughs> it is. So, as he spits at you, two other guards in the hallway pull him off, and you can just hear him ranting and raving in the background as you're, you guys are escorted um, to the um, college jail. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> so, uh, you get processed in the jail. They're going to take uh, uh, your weapons and uh, the things on you that appear to be magical. And uh, the guy running the jail says, uh, you know, if, if you're cleared of this, we'll, we'll be giving your stuff back, but we'll keep can I keep safe the, Can I have my flute at least? 
Sure, I don't see any harm in it. Thanks. So he gives you your flute, and you guys are escorted to the jail. And you sit there for, you know, probably a uh, couple of hours until uh, probably sometime uh, after midnight. You uh, hear a commotion outside uh, in the jail. Um, it sounds like like bodies falling, not so much like fighting or screaming or sword fighting or anything like that, but just like some, you know, rough housing and, and things hitting the ground. Seems good. Okay. And then about that time, you are going to see the main entrance into your jail open. Mm-hmm. And in walks um, Caleb and uh, John, can you describe your characters? Nut Brown Elf. That sounds like a delicious beer. All right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. a Honey Brown Elf. Uh, Gwendolyn is a... F- 40-year-old, slightly plump, but handsome woman. (laughs) (laughs) And Alunadas is the same height. So, um, John and um, Caleb, your characters have been sent. You found out that uh, the newest members of your Red Talon uh, band who recovered the, uh, the Ring of Plains have uh, been captured and put in this jail so you have been sent in to uh, get them out no one should be caged (laughs) a little of this rolls his up goes back and grabs the key Um. okay so give me uh, there's probably uh, three guards that you just took down and so I'm going to need you to do like an investigation check just to, to find a key. Oh, wow. <laughs> would, I, would I have <laughs> known uh, who has the key Okay, that, 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 locking that, me up? That, that's a uh, crit. So Gwenny is uh, able to, to uh, find that key. I, uh, Gwendolyn pulls <laughs> out a crystal and waves it around and tries to douse <laughs> the key location. Finds it. Amethysts always work for her. So after some searching around, you're able to find the key and then use it to release them from their cells. Want to do any sort of explaining on what's going on in this situation? I mean, I can I can put the pieces together. I mean, are they in the full uh, red talon getup? Um, like prison rags, I think. Probably <laughs> not. Not not us them. Say, come with me if you want to live. You got it. All right. That sounds like a fun idea. So, uh, bef- before we leave, could we happen to get our uh, our acquired gear from yeah, these you, people? Yeah, you know where those those are. So you'll just be uh, walking back out into the uh, the jail, and there's a chest over in the corner, and that same key probably opens it. Got it. I go ahead and uh, adorn myself with all of the things I had before. All right. Stand by. I am sitting. So what's going to happen is you are going to walk out onto the street. You are, as you're exiting the building, um, you hear some shouting out in the streets, and you you think that probably someone heard... um, 
What's your characters' names again? Uh, unpronounceable John and Gwenny. <laughs> <laughs> Gwenny, Gwendolyn, and I believe his name is Amundas. Alan, yeah, I'm going to call you Al. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you think as they were causing a ruckus, uh, getting you out of the jail, that the uh, alarm was raised, and now you see seven town guards uh, approaching the building as you uh, are exiting. I don't know how I feel about that, but that's fine. Well, you have the option. I guess you could stay in, in the jail and fright from there. Or you can walk out in the street and try to run or fight them. Mm. So there's, we can see seven guys outside? Uh, yep. Would we have any, any insight to how many more may show up? Uh, nope. I mean, I would assume that there's more than ten guards in the town. So, uh, is there, uh, do we know of an escape route behind the building? Uh, or like is there a way out you know this back? building better than we do yeah Juliet would know hey Julia is there a way out through the back uh, no, not there's with not, what we have yeah there's no back way out of the jail you would actually because you, you, you go in and, and go out through the, the same place I mean it's you're trying to keep it secure got it you distract um what are we gonna do? I mean, we could fight. The only way out is through. That's true. But I'd rather not fight seven guys with the capability of more showing up. You know what I mean? Do we have anything to disperse them or make it so they're it's harder to see? Because we only have a few more seconds before they decide to come running in. What do I got? Maybe harsh language? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my baby is inside. It's on fire. (laughs) (laughs) What spells do I have? I might have this guy's self. That (laughs) would help yourself. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I can... uh, (laughs) I could make it seem like I'm a guard and I'm escorting you guys out after capturing you. Character spells. I do have disguise self. That is a thing I have. Does that change your clothing and appearance? Yeah, it makes it so what happens... I'll just do this. It makes it so that uh, other people will see me as exactly how uh, I want them to see me. But it doesn't change my actual... Uh, like how big i am so somebody so say i'm like a big person and i change my form to be like a little bit smaller of a person uh if they try and touch me they will touch like me further out than how i'm uh, how i look okay so is that something you're going to do i'm thinking about it i'm wondering i wonder if that'll actually uh because i have a really high perception this guy's self uh comprehend language kind of suggestion what a suggestion do i wish i typed it in um yeah i'm gonna disguise self to make it look like uh i am one of the dead members of the garden side okay i feel like i change the guard clothes no it it just makes me perceive like they see me in guard clothes 
Okay. I don't know if that so, makes it better or worse. Guard number one is going to come running up to this door, followed by these guys right here. So, what is the layout inside this room? Because they're they're getting ready to come in the jail. A layout inside of the room, like um, how we're placed. Yeah. Uh, I think that the three of them should be behind me. Like, uh, I'll be about here, and then the three of you guys can uh, be lined up behind me. Going out. That they went that. Uh, you cut out, John. Say again. Uh, tell them they went. They ran that way. Yeah, I could. I could just run out and say they've already exited the building. Let's do that. Good call. I'm a. I'm a sprint out the building, looking like uh, I'm in distress, and tell them that they already escaped the building and are running to the right side. Okay, I'm gonna need a deception check. You got it. Let me. My thing would actually. There it is. Core deception. What do I got? Twenty-two. Wow. Okay, so uh, tower guard number one is going to say, uh, uh, "Which way are you pointing?" I'm pointing to the right side, towards the top. Oh, okay. North. So he's like, "Follow us," and then he starts taking off this way. So all these tower guards are going to start running up towards the north. So. <laughs> What are you doing now? Uh, are they out of sight? Uh, let's say that they any? are. Yeah, uh, I think we just. I asked Juliet to see if there's a uh, a back back alley kind of way out of this town, or if the two red talons know the city well enough to get us out of here without being seen. I heard the sewers are a great way to go. So, you know, now you say it, that makes a lot of sense. Is there a sewer, sewer plate somewhere near? Uh, let's see. Roll me a uh, odds or evens. Even. Even. There is. Sweet. So, uh, would it be like towards the front of the building? We'll say that it's like toward uh, around toward the back of the building, and you're able to access it. Got it. Well, let's get in there. I just push open the plate, and get inside. Okay. Go down the ladder. And you guys like the sewers. It's easy way to get around. <laughs> easy way to get around. All right. So uh, at this point, uh, you are probably going to, to hang out down there for a little while until uh, maybe uh, a little of the heat blows over. I mean, it, obviously, you know, there's I mean, might as well make our. Yeah, we might as well follow the sewers. Uh, to the outskirts of the city. Well, either that or the Red Talons do have a safe house in Kala that uh, Al and Gwenny would know about. Um, and they should actually, I roll like they'll, they'll, they actually have a middleman too. Okay. Um, I asked the Red Talons to see if they know a safe place to be during times like this. Follow us to the safe house. It's an old massage parlor <laughs> over near the docks. That's <laughs> as good as place as any. <laughs> Easy enough. So Follow. you'll you'll take a couple of hours to uh, get to this uh, 
<laughs> massage parlor towards uh, in in the uh, the southern docks where you I guess you started out. Uh, while this is happening, I'm gonna. Nah, I'll cue. You said a couple hours. Yeah. Yeah, disguise self is let off. Yeah, so I, I, I'm assuming that you're going to be making your way through the sewers and popping up probably, you know, as you find your way through, uh, Gwenny and Al probably have had some time to uh, get the, the lay of this city and the backways and probably even the sewers. So you'll be able to basically pop up a couple of blocks away from this massage parlor in the, uh, the Darks district. Yep. So, um, you make your way to the safe house and, uh, you walk inside and there is a half elf who, uh, is sitting in the, uh, I guess the parlor part of the massage parlor, <laughs> which there's probably not a lot of massaging going on. It's just like a front or maybe, you know, they, that's, is their front. So there is some massage going on. <laughs> um, but uh, the uh, the guy appears to be a tall tall half late or half elf, probably in his middle years. And uh, as Gwen and Al walks in, and uh, they see uh, uh, Alexander and Juliet um, walk in, he says, "Ah, oh, so these are the new recruits." Uh, I don't think he's talking to me, is he? Well, I mean, he's talking to you all. But uh, yeah, he would know, he would, he would be, I guess, be talking to you because he knows Alan and Gwenny. They were the only ones locked up. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, like, he's talking about recruits as in, like, new members of the Talons. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I feel like he'd be talking to the people that are already in the Talons and been there a while. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't want to, I kind of want to respond, but it's not my place to respond. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They were the only ones locked up. And so we freed them and brought them to you. Okay. He looks at uh, Alexander and Juliet and says, My name's Davik. I take it you're the bard and you are the fighter. You don't yes, see sir. too many dragonborn bards, so I'll take that <laughs> as given. <laughs> you are very astute. I reach over for a handshake. He stands up and uh, he walks over and shakes your hand. Easy enough. So, it seems you've... Uh, you quite uh, caused quite a amount of trouble for uh, the uh, Temple of Arathus. Yeah, a little bit. You'd say that. Yeah, Duggan. I can't say that I liked him, but I mean, there's a lot of people in this town. He's he's been a priest of Arathus for decades. Can't say that I'm sorry he's dead. But. You have to know that his priest and Micah are going to be gunning for you now. I, I heard what happened. Yeah, that's, that's fine. We'll get through it. That's not even close to fine. This is fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out as it comes. Well, being a red town right. is a dangerous life. There's always someone coming for you. Makes sense. <laughs> that's a naughty thing to say in a massage parlor <laughs> so that says, doesn't seem appropriate for our situation so he Where says I, I tell you what we could do for you we can hide you for the time being 
give you a place to stay, some food, and some direction. We should have orders within a few days. Sounds good to me. So he uh, he tells uh, Al and hey, Al, Gwenny, settle them in. While that's happening, I ho- sure hope that's not a uh, that's not lingo for beat the shit out of them. No, and I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> as in, we're just so- gonna give you some suspiciously stained cuts. <laughs> <laughs> and by and by settle you in, uh, Al and Gwenny would know that uh, to to put you in the uh, the base in the cellar. And I, you know, start some scented candles and <laughs> aromatherapy going for you. <laughs> I don't think mold is supposed to be aromatherapy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, as, as you go down into the cellar, you'll you'll see that it's they they pull a uh, pull aside a carpet, and there's a trap door, and you can see that there's some supplies down here in cots. Uh, it looks like it's a place where um, they've made it out to where people can, you know, lie low because they are the Red Talons, and you know, as he said, there's always as a Red Talon, there's always someone coming for you. Any special rules that I should know about staying here? Mm, just like don't, not being too loud. Yeah, just try <laughs> not to kill anybody inside the house. You got it. Don't have to ask me twice. So, uh, we're going to say that, you know, um, probably a day goes by or so. Is there anything that uh, you want to say to each other, to Al or Gwynny? Um, do we assume that they're going to be our comrades for the time being? Well, I mean, or are they anyone, just... anyone who's a red talent at this point your comrade. Well, uh, I reach over to give a handshake to both of them for, uh, to, thank me, to thank them for saving us from the prison which is uh pretty pretty good Gwynny gives you a hug oh i feel mildly awkward hal gives you a very brief hey, you, you got it, it. John. hal gives you a very brief hinge easy enough so how did the two of you manage to be uh in this place it's not exactly the most uh public one you mean in the Red Talons? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was raised in, in a monastery. I didn't realize their reach was quite that far. We are everywhere. Oh, don't take Al so seriously. He's a big softy at heart. <laughs> <laughs> I gave a little chuckle. Al doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Gwynny, and I heard about the Red Talons because I heard that they were, that there was a big dragon, and she was a mom, and she was imprisoned away, and I don't think that's right. I think that everybody should be free, especially moms just trying to take care of their kids. So that's why you pledged yourself to eternal ruin? Yes. All right. So... Very interesting. Why did you agree to join the Red Talon? I have a better agenda this way than I do romping around with the town guard. There's no reason to put such weight on morality there. By the rules, sure. But out there, it's kill or be killed, right? Hell not. Mm-hmm. I imagine both of you are 
aware of the various leaders here, or are there sort of like separate cells? I don't know much at all, really. Well, you two would know um, that the Red Talons really, it doesn't seem like there's like a, a straight down hierarchy from the top to the bottom that, you know, everything's kind of divided into these cells that, you know, one cell doesn't really know much about the other cell, and that's how they keep all the other cells from being discovered. We try not to know too much in case any of us is captured. Makes sense. I mean, I would, I would prefer just to have training so that everyone is uh, capable of not ratting, but magic is a thing. Anyone Wait a second. to betray so just just a question so would there be magic that people could use to say make someone in what's the word make people unable to be charmed or uh forced to speak mm. like some sort of like forbidden magic to alter would, somebody's mind i think it would have to be some sort of geese the command on it or something would be you know you would blank their mind except for whatever mission that they were on or it would have to be like some specific command right and uh just uh just a thought that came into my head whenever i made all the people go the other way you know blazing saddles is that in character (laughs) no Yes, I'm aware of the movie Placing Saddles. <laughs> Are you aware of the, what's a movie? What is a movie? Yeah, but uh, Placing Saddles just going through my brain as uh, that was happening. It's like, these people are so dumb. <laughs> you are so smart. So, Alec, when are there any yeah. questions that you have for uh, uh, Juliet and Alexander? Not Al. He's an incurious type. He waits for his orders. Maybe what happened with the Ring of Planes? Or how they Wouldn't went from they... town guards to uh, being on the run? Wouldn't uh, Sish have told them this, or no? Sish hasn't gotten back to him yet. Right, but what I'm saying is you're in this situ- situation, and you, Al and Gwen, know that, you know that something went down with Sish and now these people that were hunting the Ring of Plains are now on the run from the town guard in Kala. So we haven't heard from Sish. We don't know all this stuff. No, but you've heard you've heard the scuttlebutt in town because Vito came into the town and told the captain of the guard that these guys gave uh, or uh, killed uh, Tivit and Amonity and Duggan. Okay. In that case, we do have questions. <laughs> uh, tell us about your meeting with Sish. Yeah, so we, uh, we kind of emptied out this entire shrine in the middle of the forest. Uh, we did all that, exited. You Red Talon guys tried to kill us. We killed you. Then Sish came by, gave us a gave us a proposition. I couldn't really say no to. I was on board. Juliet was on board. Everyone else, not so much. Uh, we're here. They're not. And uh, yeah, just waiting on uh, Sish to get back with our with uh, what we're doing. So How your former companion Vito was telling the truth. 
Say again? Your former companion, Vito, was telling the truth. He was. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Vito's not the brightest guy, so it's kind of easy to make it seem like he's not telling the truth. So easy you ended up in a jail cell. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, the guy didn't really trust us. That's, that's the main issue. Sick burn. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Uh, not really stressing too much. So we're going to say that probably a day or two goes by, and then uh, Devic um, opens the trap door and comes downstairs and says, Listen up. I've got a mission for you. Oh, yeah? What might that be? It will be no small feat, but we're going to be taking down the priesthood of Arathus. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big first mission you got here. How are we gonna how are we gonna pull that one off? <laughs> well, I guess that's something we need to discuss. Easy enough. Quinny is happy to be pulling down Big Holy. <laughs> <laughs> Tibbet's against or not Tibbet. Al is against anyone who's against ruin. Al is against anyone who's against ruin. Okay. I, I had to plot that out in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Tivit's not against anyone. Tivit's just dead. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> All right. So uh, next week, you guys are going to be plotting to take down the uh, Temple of Arathis inside of Kala. Seems good. As uh, you sow chaos and discord throughout the, the realms. Probably essential oils too. That's going to be part of. Yeah, we need those. Are essential. I mean, we're in a we're in a parlor, so I'm sure we can find something. Oh uh, yeah, massage oils scented, quote unquote. <laughs> you got to center your well being and believe. Yeah. Picture it. Ask the universe. Yeah, you you yeah. just got to put it out there. <laughs> just happen here. Whatever you send out comes back threefold. I'm happy the sky self actually mattered. That was a that was a good time. First time casting it and up uh, making us not have to fight fifteen guys. Yeah, that was kind of disappointing to me. Yeah, I, I could have. I was thinking that the entire time. I'm like, man, I'm I'm sure that he was thinking that we were gonna get in combat. No, <laughs> not not risking my life for no good reason. Well, I mean, there's that, no money in it. Not gonna try and die. Yeah, and I mean that might have to be like your mo, like going down the line here as uh, you're completing these missions. Yeah, I'm not, not really the combat sort. So, gotta get something happening. Bishop Tobias, I'm sure you've heard what I've heard. The companions. Our ring seekers. They've turned on us and they've made a deal with the Red Talons. They've killed my husband, Duggan, and my son, Tivit. This must not stand. They've been detained by the guard, but trials be damned. You know as well as I, they will not get justice. Just on the word of a beast man. You know the racism here. They must pay with their blood. I come to implore you. Lend me one of your paladins, and we will learn the truth. Peace, Micah. Peace. I've heard the same rumors as you, but for now, they're only rumors, based on the word of a beast man. 
We don't know anything for certain right now. It's just speculation and rumors so far. We don't know if any of this is true. We must let justice take its course, without passion. I know you're pained right now, but have faith in justice and Arathus. Bah! You sit here as the world burns around you. Rowan is returning and you do nothing. There are kabolds in our street killing people and you do nothing. You know the Red Talons are in this city and you still do nothing. You know these companions killed Duggan, one of your own priests and my son Tivit, a guard of Kala. And here you are, arguing for peace and justice. I can't stand by and do nothing. Micah, peace. Peace? You sit here and ask me for peace? No, there will be no peace. You sit here on your hands and do nothing. You, you coward. Arathus apparently is the god of cowards. Sitting, watching, doing nothing. Arathus be damned and damn you. I will find my own justice. I'm done with peace and I'm done with you and I'm done with Arathus. Bishop? Should I have the paladin stop him? No. We shall watch and observe. All is Arathus's will. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Dungeons & Debacles podcast. A lot of people say this, but we really do want to hear from you. Are we shinier than a platinum piece? We're stankier than a kobold's loincloth. Let us know what you liked and didn't like. Everything helps this make a better podcast for you. Got an idea for monsters, items, and commercials? Let us know about it. You might hear it in the show. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Dungeons and Debacles Podcast. We also have a website where you can learn more about the characters, lore, and maps of this world. You'll also find articles about Dungeons and Dragons and a whole lot more. Just search Dungeons and Debacles Podcast. Do you think the government of Luskane is spying on you and you don't have a social media account? Then email us at dungeondebacle at gmail.com. You can also check out the theme song and all the commercials you heard on the podcast on our YouTube account. Just search Dungeons and Debacles Podcast. New episodes come out every Sunday, so check your podcast app. And now a word from this week's sponsor. Do you want to make more gold? Of course, we all do. Find out how easy it is to do with your journeyman certification with the Carly Institute Correspondent School. You can train for a new trade without setting foot in a classroom. Choose from any of these courses, livery, weapon and armor repair, Bowery Fletcher, leather tanning, blacksmithing, child daycare, cart management, bookkeeping, law assistant, dentist, bloodletting, and inn management. Or get your specialized degree in Arcana, Alchemy, Herbalism, or Cartography. Compare your current salary with the gold you could be making in any one of these careers. Send a raven to Carly Vocational Correspondent School to start your quest for a better life.